though, uh, I wanted to start by saying something that all the kids are saying these days. Daddy's home. Huh? 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 <laughs> no, nope. 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 Do you guys not do you guys not say that on the West Coast? Is that not a thing? When I uh, use people say it, but yeah, they don't yeah. different uh connotation. So <laughs> me and my wife was at uh Costco the other day and we see a product and it is called Battery Daddy. And it's just like a big briefcase of batteries. And my wife just looks at me and she says, battery daddy. And I battery fucking daddy lost does it sound in the like of something else. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's get Yuppie this. after dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, after dark. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get this uh, last shitty podcast about ska music. What are we talking about today? Road. I don't even know. Yeah, I, is... I was not prepped for what we're supposed to be doing. Yes. Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? And All right, cool. Let's wing it. <laughs> Let's wing it. Here we go. On the upbeat, it's time to move your feet. On the upbeat, so come on and dance with me. Because life is bitter, life is sweet, and it's got you on the edge of your seat. But you know that life is better. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. This year, you threw it away. I got those song lyrics wrong. But with me, as always, is Mr. R.J. Phoenix. Hey, everybody. My name is R.J. Phoenix. And recently, I was remembering I drank this Mountain Dew. It was the first holiday bash Mountain Dew. And it was a mix of two different Mountain Dews. It's regular Mountain Dew, and it was Code Red. And while that didn't really excite me much, I think when you mix two cool things together, you get some awesome stuff, which is why we have two awesome people joining us on this episode today. We have Karen Roberts and everybody's favorite, the most handsome saxophone player in New Jersey. It's Gary Mastriano. Yay! Full intro like that, it was like, hey, Karen, and here's Gary, the most amazing human being in the world. Well, well, guys, if you remember, before we recorded, Karen told me I have to say, Uh, your audio cut out so all they heard was dis home (laughs) all right sorry i'll say it again matt daddy's home (laughs) (laughs) yes that's right so gary is here this week gary is actually a part of this podcast and uh surprise uh, (laughs) surprise if you didn't know um if you've only been listening maybe the last like six months you didn't know though you have you did do a couple of um you know, uh, here today, Scott. Here today, Scott tomorrow. Uh, somewhat recently, yes. it's like, not my fault. Like a, a second child fell out of my wife. I can't help it. That just <laughs> happened. And well, I got busy with life. I th- I think you had something to do with how it got there. I mean, Daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> is is that how you greet your kids when you come home from work? Now, like you just walk in. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they run screaming. And they run screaming. <laughs> like no, not battery, Daddy. Get out of here, battery, Daddy. <laughs> Wow, that takes a whole new meaning. Oh I know, God. I know. Without the context, that sounds even worse. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh, goodness gracious. Sounds like you got a sock full of batteries and you just got home. Oh, it's, it's a lot of, lot, lot of bad stuff going on there. I'm going to be quiet the rest of the show. Enjoy, guys. <laughs> well, um, so we are going to... This is the last episode of On the Upbeat for the year. Uh, oh, just for the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, just just for the year. Oh, you were you... so close, RJ. I like, know. I was like, oh, retirement already. <laughs> no, there's. We have to work hard enough to get a retirement plan, and then we retire. So that's the. Way it works. I didn't know there was pensions in podcasts. There should be. Um, 
I mean, I guess you'd have to be like successful though. So I guess we're out. Uh, ooh, yeah, yeah. We're not <laughs> there yet, are we? I guess we're out. But so, yes, uh, for the last, uh, w- this would be the third year in a row, we do sort of like a year in review. This year in Ska. So this is this year in Ska 2023. And we're going to break down some Ska highlights. But before we get into all of that, uh, Karen, how has life been? You know, maybe in the last week or so, or uh, since you were last on the show, how how are things? Oh, since I was last on the show, oh my god, we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> my whole life changed since I was last on the show. I'm back <laughs> in Long Beach. Uh, that's probably all I need to touch on on that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, this past week has been super hectic too. Uh, yesterday, I actually gave my um, elevator pitch to a major um, exec, TV exec. And I got like some of the the best on oh, my ska sitcom, um, some of the best feedback I could have possibly gotten. So I, I went out naturally and celebrated last night, uh, which was Chase Long Beach's quote unquote Christmas party, which was just me, Megan, and Tristan getting really drunk. <laughs> and, uh, and I woke up about an hour ago, but I'm here, baby. So I don't know if we did. Have we talked about it in depth of what your your ska comedy show is that you're working no, on? No, you know what? No, I, I don't think we have, actually. I think it's just like we as friends have talked yes. about it, but not on the podcast. And, and then but we, yeah. get it, we get it confused of whether or not we've... <laughs> yeah, right Which I'll, give, I'll give the summary. It's about um like a dad who plays in a ska band and it's called Ska Daddy's Home. <laughs> oh, God, no. We're looking at Tony Danza on it. Tony Danza's in talks, I heard. <laughs> uh... So, Karen, if you wanted to give us just a, a few moment description of that show, of what you're trying to pitch around sure. to get sold. Yeah, um, it's a ska mockumentary sitcom, like very much, you know, in the style of like, I say it, it's um, it's The Office meets Daisy Jones and the Six if they were a ska band stuck in their parents' garage and only some of them got laid. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the story that follows a struggling ska band on their way to uh, stardom and all of the uh, different dynamics and personalities in a band with so many people in it. And uh, it's loosely based on my experiences and some of the people in my own band, which they will find out shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and we, all three of us have read your, your, oh, apparently RJ did not, even though I'm pretty sure I gave it to him. I don't know that you did. I remember you saying you were going to and me waiting with bated breath. And then uh, I didn't see anything. So I just shrugged my shoulders and started reading old X-Men comic books again. Oh, well, well I'm sorry. I'll send <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you later. I was like, I just have to get your email, but I'll send it to you after the podcast. Or well, I, I, I just missed the message Get Matt sent me. <laughs> I read it, Karen, and I'm actually stealing your idea. And I'm also going to pitch it. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I just erased your name and put my name on it. Of course, Gary's going to call it Ska Daddy. And I I just on that title alone, I do not think it's going to sell. It's going to be called the Ska Daddies with a Z, which is an actual band name, by the way. Oh, my God. Is it really? Of course it is. Of course, of course it is. It is. Yeah. Look, Cherry Poppin' Daddies is a band name. So that's a that's no, that's a different thing. That's for that's for yeah. on the upbeat after dark. That's 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 not let's not mention them at all. um so yeah so uh that's awesome um what is uh i know you probably don't know much but what is uh 
2024 look like for Chase Long Beach? Any anything you you want to tease or you think? Yeah, sure. I mean, well, there's there's nothing to tease because we still don't have any shows on the books. I can tell you about other bands who are playing shows. You want to know about those? Um, <laughs> uh, but we are actually in the studio currently. Um, we had gone in initially thinking we would probably only come out with like four to six songs, and then Joe keeps sending us more stuff, and so now we're at like almost eight songs i think and there there might be more yeah so we're not sure exactly how we're gonna release them if we are gonna do an album because nobody does albums anymore it seems we we were so out of the game for so long we're like how do people do this now <laughs> um but yeah there will be new chase long beach music coming and it is mostly ska or it has ska in it Ooh. so be prepared it's not gonna be mammoth again <laughs> that's still a good song don't don't undercut it man. no no no. we still we love it but i just you know for the ska fans we want to reassure them that there will be upstrucking in the songs yeah yeah i definitely get why it's like oh we haven't put out a song in like 12 years here's <laughs> here's a not ska song from that ska band <laughs> yeah i get it i get it uh i did um and karen will back me up i did witness a very interesting conversation with Karen and because uh, you all share band members with oh uh, yeah last weekend that's right for our side we were when we were at a show last uh, Evan and Karen were like debating over what song because they share a guitarist Joe from Chase Long Beach is also the guitarist and hooray for our side and so they were arguing over not arguing but discussing shared songs that they had heard and what bands should have that song for them yeah. and <laughs> it was it was basically like oh evan by the way um you're gonna find out if joe hasn't told you already uh a song that he gave you years ago that you never did uh we're we're doing it now <laughs> and, and he was like oh that's fine because i didn't like that song anyway that's why i never wrote anything for it and i was like tight yeah so um new chase long beach music coming yeah. hopefully in, hopefully in 2024 yeah, I was like, let's, uh, I mean, it'll be in 2024, but I can't guarantee that it won't be until like October or something. We have no, <laughs> right, right. you know, we've taken our sweet ass time, you know? Yeah. Speaking of uh, possible new music, uh, Gary, is there anything you want to talk about in regards to uh, your band, Backyard Superheroes? Anything for 2024? Yeah, Backyard Superheroes has been doing a lot of upstroking and um, <laughs> I was really sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we are releasing a, a full album. Like Karen said, no one does albums anymore except for Backyard Superheroes. We have a full-length <laughs> album coming out. And possibly Chase Long Beach. You won't and be yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in spring of next year, we're, we're working with a major record label. You might have heard of them, Warner Brothers. No big deal, guys. <laughs> Warner Brothers and Geffen. Is Geffen even a still record label? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. But it's going to be a big deal. Electra, I think they were a record label at one point. <laughs> um, so it'd be, a, it'd be pretty cool. Um, and, uh, we've actually just wrapped up and mis mixed and mastered the first single, which will be out in January. And we're working on a summer tour with a pretty cool band. Ooh. Oh. Uh, is it Ska Daddies? <laughs> I wish that would be cool, but no, uh, I cannot say publicly who it is yet, but they're very cool -y. Oh, okay. I'm picking up I, on what you're throwing. Got out. it. Loud and clear. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, Time traveling band toasters from the 90s. Got it. Yes. <laughs> we'll be touring with the um, 
Yeah, the Dub 56 aired toasters. I, I was going to say uh, uh, Coolio, but he unfortunately passed away, so you're not touring with Coolio. Yeah, people don't talk about that enough. That it's Coolio. the hologram of Coolio. Oh, yes. It's the hologram yeah. of Coolio. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, RJ, I know you're not in a band, but uh, how's life for you? How are things going for you? Uh, good, good. I think I need to get the band together. I think we need to get a song on on next year's uh, uh, Rose Such a Clatter compilation. We 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 did write one Christmas song before we broke up, and now that we're all in our forties, I think I can uh, think. Hey, take take. Uh, you want to get away from your wife and your kids for for like an hour? Like go record a go your little bit for that song. So maybe maybe I will be putting out music in twenty twenty four. Shows how much you know, Mister Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> but will it be a ska song? Because like. I mean, I think this... no, but it will have horns. So oh, you know, so it I will think, be a ska uh, song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God damn it, man! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Anyway, uh, anything uh, this last week? How are things going? Oh, yeah, everything's going great. I went to uh, a friend's fortieth birthday party last night one of my <clears throat> younger friends and it was uh it was a lot of fun i got to see his dog i got to see him got to see a lot of old uh co-workers since we originally met at work and we're, we're all scattered to the winds now so that was nice uh uh and it was a good time had some uh good beers because there's at a brewery and just you know it got a lot a lot of vinyl that i've ordered throughout the year suddenly is, is rolling into my house right now so all like the christmas gifts for my wife and for the cats that have been coming into the house have also been delivered with a big 13 by 13 by one inch uh, boxes of vinyl for me. So it's like a bonus Christmas for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's about all that's been going on with me. How's everything been for you, Matt? Good. Uh, we are uh, in the Christmas swing of things out here at the Vest Home. Just this last weekend, we, uh, we went. So, you know, every you know, county and stuff has that neighborhood that puts up the Christmas lights and goes crazy and stuff. So we went there and saw multiple houses with Star Wars Christmas decorations. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just a good time to, you know, we drive through it because it's a pretty big neighborhood. It's not just like a couple of streets. It's like an entire, you know, two blocks of, you know, houses that are done up so it's a bit of it's a bit just to see all of it we drive and uh this year my my wife offered to drive so i could actually look at the lights uh because most of the time i'm just trying not to hit pedestrians <laughs> i mean i that's the fun part yeah but it's just you'd feel like you'd ruin someone's christmas if you run them over uh, who I cares mean... <laughs> it's about your christmas matt nobody else matters yeah. wait is this the neighborhood in la habra no, it's in Brea, technically. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, because I know everyone out there knows where Brea is. Um, everyone listening. Totally, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's true, because, yeah, you live nearby. And um, so, yeah, and then yesterday, no, not yesterday, Friday, we went out to, um, we went out to, like, a city event that uh, was, there's a city near us called Costa Mesa, and for many years, I actually saw this at the original house. So there's this thing called Snoopy House. And it was out in Costa Mesa, and it was at this guy's house. And so he just put up all these, like, Snoopy decorations. But it was, like, you know, painted stuff. Like, put up sets and stuff like that. And put up all these Christmas decorations, you know, uh, for as Snoopy. And uh, it was really awesome. But, um... 
he, I don't know if he actually passed away or just passed on the, the tradition or the hosting of it. Uh, to the city of Costa Mesa, but he donated all his stuff to the city of Costa Mesa, and now for the past few years, they have they host a big city event that they open it to the public, and they have, like, bounce houses, face painting, and Santa's there. You can take a picture with Santa. It was all for free. They did have food trucks, which you pay for, and stuff like that, but that was a good time. And uh, a uh, favorite local kids act called Kids Imagination was playing, and uh, if you don't know who Kids Imagination in is they are a kids act featuring uh, Vince Walker from Suburban Legends and Aaron Bertram from Suburban Legends. Isn't it Kids Imagination Nation? No, it's just Kids Imagination. Did they change it? Oh, okay, okay. It might have. It might have used to, in the like the really early days, like 10, 12 years ago. It might have been Kids Imagination. Oh really? Oh. But oh. it might have been that years ago. But it's now it's just Kids Imagination. Well, it's yeah. Kids Imagination, like. It's not imagination, it's imagination. Base. I see what they did there. Yes, yes. Yeah, and we should mention Aaron, formerly of On the Upbeat. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, uh, by the way, if you have a kid, especially if they're preschool aged, Gary, you should definitely check them out. Uh, you, They are... I know kids' music can be really annoying, but their stuff is really good. Like, yeah, it's still kids' music, but it's way less annoying than other kids' music. <laughs> and uh, and their other funny their funny show they have like they have a whole like web series, and so it's pretty cool. You should check it out. And so it was good to hang out with them. It's always good to see uh, Aaron, Rachel, and Vince. Um, so that's a good time. Uh, and yeah, we watched a couple Christmas movies. So yeah, so things are in the swing of things. All <laughs> right, so we are not doing uh, ska news this week, but we do want to remind everyone. Uh, to, if you haven't, you know, on the upbeat, along with Gary, uh, from Backyard Superheroes, we put out a rose, such a clatter, um, ska in your stocking this year. It's a uh, charity ska holiday album. All the proceeds go to Toys for Tots. We put it out, uh, on our Bandcamp page back on December 1st. And uh, so if you haven't gotten it, please go check it out. It's got 17 songs, four sketches, and a whole lot of fun. So if you haven't gotten it, you should go do that right now. We'll wait. Go. Okay. (laughs) I would say it has three sketches and one overly indulgent 16-minute piece about family nonsense. (laughs) I loved that, though, RJ. Honestly, like when it came on and I was like, oh, my God, like a play on this American life and the way you did it, like the production value was fantastic. Yeah. That was all me drinking energy drinks up until 1.30 in the morning the day before it was due. <laughs> hey, it was, it was worth it. Yeah, it was really good. So uh, you can check that out. Uh, RJ, do you have a – now, obviously, this number that RJ is going to give us, uh, what we have raised so far is just – Oh, yes. Uh, just today, uh, Sunday, December 17th. Um, so obviously, hopefully by the end of the year, we'll probably have a little bit more. But this is just an update of where we are now. How much have we raised? Uh, and this, correct me if I'm wrong, this number you're going to give is after like fees have been. The, this is uh, the number I'm giving you is actually the money that Bandcamp has actually given to us already for what we've been paid for the uh, Arose Such a Clatter this year. Uh, and uh, we have to donate as of like this second. We could 
ship it right off to Toys for Tots. It's uh, $643.04. Yay! That's Yay! That's so awesome. And uh, I know I wasn't on the road such a clatter episode, but um, I do want to give an update. Overall, in the history of doing this project, which we started back in 2013, combined with our albums, which you guys have been helping out with for a couple years, combined with the shows that Backyard Superheroes have played, and then the donations that we've gotten from other sources, we're almost at $20,000 donated to Toys for Tots in about 10 years. Of, oh of this entire project so really really cool and thankful for everybody here and everybody on the call or everybody on the call here obviously and then everybody listening and everyone who's donated and definitely all the bands who've donated their songs for free to us over the years so it's been really cool to uh raise that money and if you didn't know on Bandcamp, a rose such a clatter i think it's 2020 is the best-selling ska punk album ever on Bandcamp. Wow. oh my god that's wow. pretty cool that is pretty cool <laughs> That's yeah, really it's cool. it's consistently up there. the The last two rows, such clatters under the Scott Punk header, are always in like the top twenty. Yeah, uh, usually the week they come out, they they hang around for at least two months, usually till February before they drop off like the the top sellers. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Fantastic! Yeah. Congratulations, guys! You do great work with that album every year. Yeah, it's something really special to to all of us. And uh, I've always said to my bandmates and to these guys on the call, like. No matter where we are, this is something I want to try and do every single year in, in some form or another. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And, uh, of course, the bands are really what make it happen. It wouldn't be anywhere with them not, you know, either donating their time and energy and money. You know, some people are able to do, they do home recordings. Some people rent time in a studio for this. So it definitely, you know, goes a long way uh and we appreciate everyone's time and energy and uh yeah so uh yeah we're excited that it's we'll continue to raise money uh usually we i think that our past experiences sometime in january is when we actually make the actual donation just to sort of get through the holidays and let everyone get it and be done and then so otherwise we're going to be like making multiple donations <laughs> like so it's just a uh, and we do actually people randomly will buy it throughout the year and just even if you buy this in may of 2024 trust me it's easy yeah the money the money will get the toys for tots i yes. keep a i keep a very meticulous spreadsheet <laughs> yes so i yeah but but we do in general try to just make the one lump sum donation rather than multiple because uh, otherwise uh, RJ gets tired. And uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into you know uh, this year in Ska 2023. And I think a good place to start. Uh, I think it's part of the reason we all love Ska in general or music in general. Uh, highlights from Ska shows. So maybe it's a new Ska band you saw this year. Maybe uh, it's a particular fun show that you saw or multiple, you know, we can go around the room and talk about multiple things that, you know, so you've, uh, that are related to ska shows, uh, this year, uh, Gary, do you have any ska show highlights? And, you know, of course for Gary and Karen, you guys can share about playing shows that were highlights. Uh, <laughs> Gary, yeah, <laughs> you're like, eh, I do it all the time. Well, unfortunately, as a, as a dad of two kids this year, and the fact that I was unemployed for almost the entire year, um, I wasn't able to make it out to a ton of shows that I wasn't playing. So all my highlights were from shows that I played. <laughs> so 
two really awesome shows, and I'm going to pull up the total lineup right now. Um, Buffalo Ska Fest was uh, the first time they've run that this year. Let me give you the lineup real quick because I was it was awesome. There's Memphis Scofflees, Working Class Stiffs, Abrupters, Backyard Superheroes, Up Fucks, Do It With Malice, Turkey Blaster Omega, What Nows, Amy Gabba, who unfortunately didn't make it, Skamagachi, which is my favorite band name, and actually let us sleep at their house, so they were really cool, and then Girth Control. And that was in the middle of July up in Buffalo. So um, Backyard Superheroes played. We all took a nice road trip up there um, and played a, a, just a killer, killer set. And I also got really, really good tacos afterwards. And from this, just like this cool, hip, like kind of like rockabilly uh, film noir, like taco spot. So I'm like, this is totally my vibe. I dig it. And then right after we found out that the owner of the taco spot is like, a big MAGA guy. So it was so conflicting and weird. I'm like, oh, but their tacos were so good and the vibe was so good. I don't know how to feel about this. Hold on. A film noir taco spot? I need to know more information. Yeah, it was definitely like um, inspired by like 40s and 50s like um, detective movies. Like this, the the posters on the wall and the whole vibe was kind of that way with a little bit of rockabilly thrown in there. It was very weird. I don't want to promote the name of it because, again, I don't know if I support this dude. But the tacos were so good in Buffalo. Did the tacos start narrating to you like he picked me up and he put me yeah. in his mouth? But I had to tell him something. Did it start doing that? I ain't never, <laughs> see, I ain't never seen a dame like that avocado walk through the door. Little did he know I was the taco all along. <laughs> yes. So it's pretty cool. That was uh, my favorite show of the year. And then we played a really fun show. It was actually the last show that. I played with the band this year in August was uh, with Save Ferris and um, Joker's Republic. And that was a great show. But what I found like this, the the best part of that, the entire show was just hanging out with the trumpet player from Save Ferris, um, the current iteration of the band, who was in a, it was in No Doubt. Uh, and I was wearing a No Doubt shirt. And he was just like, yo, I was in No Doubt. Let's talk about that for two hours. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that sounds awesome. So uh, that was super fun. Those are my two favorite shows of the year unfortunately just two that i played um and i didn't get to make it out to any other shows so rj i played you... more shows than two but those are my two favorites <laughs> <laughs> the others don't count nobody wants to hear about those rj did you... great but those are the high those are the ones that i remember off the top of my head i suppose <laughs> yeah. rj did you have any show highlights from this year i don't know if i had any any extreme highlights uh i i do want to give a special mention of the knitting factory in North Hollywood, which unfortunately mm. is going to be moving um, Wait, what? to a new location. Yes. The federal where they have been located is shutting yeah. down at the end of the year. Uh, oh. Their last show will be on <laughs> New Year's Eve and it's going to be the AgriLites. But since around May, it's become a really good venue that a lot of ska bands and other oh. bands have been playing. And yeah. unfortunately it's, uh, it's going to have to find a new home. Oh. Uh, so that's been a, a, an extreme highlight for me to have a, a great venue booking great, bands that close to my house um, and they rip it away from you i know not even a full 365 days um but i, I guess uh one of the bigger highlights was going to go see um uh, kill lincoln played there with uh, a japanese band uh called i can't free kick and seeing free kick was absolutely amazing uh, that might be one of my favorite things that one of my favorite acts that I saw this year because I did not expect the intensity and the craziness. And do you think they stopped and tried to even speak English between songs? No, not for a second. They spoke Japanese the entire time with us, and it was phenomenal. I loved every minute of it. And 
I posted a couple pictures of my cat on my Instagram, and their trumpet player found it and now follows me for cat pictures on Instagram, <laughs> which is freaking amazing. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great show, a lot of fun. Uh, that pro that may be my favorite show this year, but I went to a lot of shows, and of course, a special shout out to the live show of uh, that we did on this show where we got to see Woo-hoo! Chase Long Beach play live. I really enjoyed that. That, was a, that was a lot of fun. We had such a blast. Thank you guys for having us. That was that was a great day. It was so hot, but mm-hmm. it was such a great day. Yeah. Uh, you know, speaking of how hot it was, like, but we lucked out. Like, you guys were pl- able to play in her shade. Mm-hmm. We, we had pop-up tents f- that kind of covered the whole band. Mm-hmm. We There was a few pop-up tents for people. And I think we gave enough warning to the people in attendance, like, hey, it's going to be hot. You know, prepare to be cool. Yeah. You know, bring water and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it turned out so much better than I could have imagined. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a, that is definitely, is definitely a highlight. Uh, just being able to pull that off, to be honest with you. <laughs> just being yeah. able to. It was, it was a mission for sure. I know that I was going to say that was one of my highlights because that was, we had a, a great time that day. Yeah. So like working with everyone was. Uh, you know, you, you're working with people for the first time and it can be awkward, but it just, it never was like, it was never, no one seemed to have like uh overall attitude or everyone was there to just make it all work and, and do what was needed. And I think there was never a disagreement about like, what should we do? I think, you know, uh, I let, you know, chase long beach, be chase long beach and just do set themselves up, you know, along with Mario uh, doing sound and just let that. I had, you know, I have no input for that, so I have nothing to add to that conversation. But, uh, and uh, yeah, it just went over real well. But, Karen, any other show highlights for you? I, yeah, I have a lot. Um, I'll try and condense them. I want to say, like, probably one of my favorite shows that we actually played aside from on, I mean, we played a, a couple of really cool lineup shows this year. Um, but the one that was really rad was at the beginning of the year. It was, well, I guess it was March because we actually played with the Mad Caddies twice this year, but this was a Mad Caddies show, but it was a stacked lineup at the Garden Amp where it was both the main stage and the locker room. So it was, you know, Scott everywhere all night, but it was like Jesse Wagner, uh, hooray for our side, pinata protest. Oh my God. Those guys are so fun. They're not Scott, but like they are so fun to watch um half past two a uh, respite like just stacked lineups so much fun so many friends um speaking of knitting factory god that just broke my heart man i'm so bummed um i went i guess to the one and only show at the that location of the knitting factory i'm gonna go to uh in i think it was the end of may um when uh, Bite Me Bambi played with the Skins, and I had never seen the Skins before. I'd never even, like, I'd heard of them, but I'd never heard their music, and they were fantastic. I mean, of course, Bite Me Bambi was great, too. Like, they always are, but, you know, I might be biased. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My best friend. Hey, Talina, shout out. Um, But the Skins were incredible. Like, such a fun band to see live. Um, And then I got to say, my other highlight... um, Oh, oh, this, I I was so blown away. This was actually, speaking of Talina, on Talina's birthday, um, she wanted to go because they're old friends. I had never seen, I've heard of them for years, 
but I'd never listened to their music, had never seen Devin Kay and the Solutions live. Mm. And I saw them at program on Talena's birthday back in August. Blew me out of the water. Like, I could not believe they were so incredible, so much fun. And, like, if you haven't been to program, it's this tiny skate shop in Fullerton, and it probably holds like 50 or 60 people tops. And, um, it, you know, it was packed, it was sold out, and just like even playing on the floor in a skate shop, like these guys were going nuts. And the music, I, and they're, they're so funny. Like, Devin Kay is one of the funniest people ever. Um, it, it was so great. I love them. I fell in love with them after that moment. And I like bought all the merch, you know, I was like, give it to me. <laughs> so that, yeah, that was a great experience. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know what, at the program, they say the, cause uh, when we were looking to do um, uh, the Chase Long Beach live, yeah. thing, we did talk to, we were trying to make it work with program. And I found out that they max out their tickets for shows there at a hundred and I was, oh. I've been to multiple shows there and I'm like, bullshit, a hundred. Yeah, like, where are you going to fit? Put people on the roof? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. But uh, yeah, shows there are just always, always a good time. And yeah. yes, uh, yeah. that was also my first time seeing Devin Kay and the Solutions. And it was, Fantastic. Uh, it was a great time. Uh, some highlights for me. Uh, I think, especially early in the year, the Bad Time Records Tour show. Uh, out here in um, at the observatory, um, just, that was a good one, and that was Catbite's first show in Southern California. So, I was so sad I had to miss it. I had to go to something else that night. I was so bummed. It, it was a good time, and after watching them, I was really just like, "Man, if you don't see when you see um, Catbite for the first time live." And you don't enjoy them. You just don't like music. <laughs> Not even just like you don't like ska. You just don't like good music and entertaining music. Because for me, they just put on such a good show and so much energy. And it's like, it's kind of like, and they played a lot of shows this year. So I feel like in the last couple of years, they have really found who they are as a band and on, on stage. And it just seemed that night just that they knew what they were doing, that they knew, like they know their spot and they all know their role. And, and that's always great to see. And just that whole show was just a good vibe. Uh, just because, you know, you know, meeting, um, so many people for the first time, cause you, you know, people seeing people on the internet and stuff like that. And then so many people coming out, um, you know, even though I'd seen a Lincoln, uh, a kill Lincoln show before that was like the first time I actually talked to Mike for briefly at that show and that was uh i would say that's my favorite kill lincoln show i saw all year or that i've ever seen of theirs to be honest i i saw yeah. them at later in the year at uh knitting Factory, like i said and i'd seen them prior but man that show that bad times record show that was freaking amazing yeah uh other show highlights uh going to see um i went i drove out to arizona uh, to to a half past two stop the presses show, and so I saw my for the first time. Uh, I saw stop the presses in Arizona, even though I think that same week they were out here, but it just was a sort of a one off show that mm -hmm. half past two happened to be playing out in Arizona. So that was a just a fun drive, you know, for me and Kevic 
to go out there and just stay the night and have a good time at that show and seeing stop the presses and finally talking to people who you've technically talked to before, but it's just like in person, you're real, <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, yeah. And then I also, um, obviously like we already mentioned, uh, the live show we did with, uh, Chase Long Beach and also a show highlight for me was seeing suburban legends, uh, their show. Oh yeah, that was such a great show. I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah. Oh my god, what a great night! Yeah, it was the re part of the reason. One, it, the venue is really good. It is a twenty-one plus venue uh, mm. out here in Orange County, but it just was the right vibe, the right size for a show uh, for suburb. And because they had two stages, mm -hmm. it went really quick because they yeah. there was no downtime between bands. It was easy, yeah. So yeah, so you know first band on one stage second band on this other one and then suburban legends and uh, it was a good show seeing uh, i think that was the first time i'd seen loser uh you know chris growl playing as loser yeah. i think that was the yeah. first time seeing his whole show and it's great it was fun yeah it was so much fun and you know what actually i have to say too adding on to the suburban legends show <laughs> i took one video that entire night of that show and it was this perfect moment when i had no idea this was going to happen Four of the Suburban Legends guys simultaneously all did the worm together. Uh, and I, I was like, I'm glad I captured that. Yeah. What's really interesting is that dance move breakdown. They kind of stopped doing like a while yeah. ago. And... Well, yeah, they're like in their mid 40s. How can they all still do the worm? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely all up there. But I think, you know, it was on the heels of tech, you know, the 20th anniversary of of. Um, uh, Rum Shaker, and then just yeah. that show. It's kind of like their first official, you know, their own their first headlining show yeah. since the pandemic. It was and, great, and so it was just it was a really good night, and uh, you know, and being able to do the VIP and hang out with them a little bit beforehand, and so it's always a great night. Um, you I got know, my job at Oktoberfest from that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you got work from it. Yeah, um, thanks, SL. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh, and um i'm trying to think i think that's you know still a lot of good shows uh oh i saw um well karen when you all played with uh um gosh uh, what's the band you played twice with uh mad cat mad caddies mm -hmm. but you also uh also on that same show was um uh gosh buck 09 uh, buck 09 and seeing them again uh, was good because I'd only seen yeah. them one time before. And so seeing that was was pretty cool. They're and, great guys. Yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen them in years either. And it was really nice catching up. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. Can't believe to be able to see um, uh, Bad Operation. Now, I saw it with uh, Brittany doing lead vocals from Catbite. <laughs> But that was yeah, and with like an all-star bad time records lineup filling in other places in the band too. Yeah, it's still great, it's still yeah. absolutely great. It was still uh, you know, hearing those songs live, and you know, it was just, it was just like, I don't know, it was cool. Um, yeah, of course, I would have wanted to see it with their original lead singer, but you know, it is what it is. But it was still a good show, um, and uh, you know, I think you know, half past two played that show. And uh, and we are the union was headlining, and uh, I, f I feel like there's a band I'm forgetting, 
that was in the... Uh, Susie True. That's right, Susie True. Who I fell in love with. However, yeah. they are not a Scott band, so I wasn't going to mention them, but <laughs> yeah. I did end up buying their album because it was great. Yeah. Susie True played on that Devin Kane Solution show, too. Yes, yes. So a lot of good shows this year, a lot of fun times, and uh, hopefully more fun times in 2024. So uh, uh, before we get in, usually we'll talk about music that came out this year that we all liked. Uh, but anything uh, in relation to, uh, I kind of put it down here in my notes, uh, ska media, anything that you saw online, whether it was a music video for a band, some funny ska meme maybe you saw, some social media post, or maybe some, uh, I don't know, some Reddit debacle you want to talk about, RJ? <laughs> uh, I, I, I try not to talk about Reddit debacles. Um, uh... Yeah, no, we're not going there. Uh, we can't. I, I, I famously don't watch music videos. Really? <laughs> I just listen to music. Same. Yeah. I'm like terrible about keeping up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if anything, I'll put them on and then I won't look at the screen. <laughs> I just end up listening to them anyway. Uh, so, so, yeah, no, there's, I got to say, yeah, had I known, had I paid attention and you were going to ask this, I might have come up with some meme or something. But uh, yeah, I got nothing. My favorite uh, Scott memories from this year is mostly just uh, probably texting with you all that is on this call right now. <laughs> and uh, anybody who contacts me through Instagram, that's always fun. Uh, people send me a little Scott stuff and Mountain Dew stuff that listen to the show, and I freaking love it. So yeah, continue on, listeners. You're all the best. <laughs> Was the... Um, teens react to 90s ska YouTube video this year. Yes, it was. Yes, that was super fun. Like they did it in such a loving, fun way. I've I've rewatched that a few times. It's uh, it was really that was fun. I think that kind of was one of the bigger things outside of ska, like a ska music release that came in the ska world this year, and and it got a lot of attention. And again, it was not done in a a mean way. It was done in a really loving, fun way. Yeah, it was. It was positive. They they generally seem to like it. Um, yeah you know i wish they would have shown them more modern ska but oh well <laughs> like uh, um and then i think uh, when you talk about ska media like i feel like scott the ska meme game was on point this year i have a folder on just my phone of just ska memes that i see and i save them and there's like hundreds in there i don't know i like to look at them and chuckle um but i think the hard times really killed it with a bunch of fun ska articles as they always do yeah <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, they did that Fifty States of Ska, which turned into one of my favorite episodes. I think we did yeah. on on the upbeat this year. Um, but was I, I hope the listeners liked it too. I mean, you guys got New Jersey totally wrong, but that's that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> did we forget the backyard superheroes? And then we no, were... I don't remember even who you pointed out from New Jersey, but apparently you forgot that like I don't know, Catch Twenty Two exists, or like Inspector Seven, or I don't know, millions. I of... will always forget the Catch Twenty Two and Street. <laughs> oh, I'm RJ. I'm exist. so cool. I don't like keys be nice. Ah. I, uh, yeah, there's two versions out there, and neither one of them do it for me. I'm not a Street Life fan, but anyway, but I mean, come on, RJ, come on. Did Biss record Keysby Nights yet? Has they, have they done their version yet? Well, I mean, I'll ask them. Maybe, oh, maybe cool. we get yeah, the yeah. amphetamines to get band back together. Like, ask some made-up <laughs> The only meme... One of these days, I'm going to get John Disco on this fucking show, and you don't have to eat your words. Well, his name is John Disco. It cannot be a real person. That's not anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> like, RJ Phoenix is a real name. Come on. All right, fine. Well, well, when They Might Be Giants records Dear Sergio, will you acknowledge that Cast 22 exists? <laughs> 
Which, possibly. for the record, you, you, everyone would want to hear the hell out of that song. That'd be right. You know, I would like I want to hear that, that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only ska meme I can think of right now is one that was very recent, which and uh, one of you shared it in the chat. I'm pretty sure it was Gary. But it was the, the, the ska net, the Terminator one, very recent. Oh um, that was that was RJ. Okay, I just I missed that. Yeah, uh, that. Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry. It's. Uh, I just assume if someone sends us a meme, it's Gary, uh, or me. <laughs> so, but that that one was uh, pretty fun. Um, and there's definitely some Twitter things in ska, especially re- recently, but. Uh, but yeah, those are all downers. So I don't want to talk about those. Will <laughs> Wheaton posted about Ska, so that was cool. Oh, yeah? What did that jerk yeah, face do this time? <laughs> that fucking guy. Him and his wife were skanking. Do you guys not like Will Wheaton? Is that a thing that I'm unaware of? I, I thought we've talked about this at length. No. Personal okay. reasons. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't even know who that is. Will Wheaton? <laughs> <laughs> Karen is now my favorite person on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does it count? Like, is it is it vain if I say when we did the uh, standing on the the corner, the street corner for ska? Ah, that was fun. Oh, I yeah, mean, I fun. still like that. Day that was, was a lot of fun. Is my favorite thing yeah. I probably have ever said in my life. I'll never be able to top that. <laughs> you should retire from ska. I, you know, honestly, I I'm I'm done after this is it. This is actually my resignation. Oh. Thanks, y'all. It's been fun. Oh, good. Karen quit again. <laughs> It's like 19 or 2009 all over again. Oh, <laughs> ouch! So on your on your um on your sitcom, are you just gonna drop the horn section like every ska band does and just pitch a bit regular band? Oh yeah, I mean like I've already written another version that doesn't have the horn section. So. <laughs> it's about a, it's about an emo band now. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be it's gonna be screamo. We're gonna take it back to solid 2006. Well, you know? they're gonna start out as a. a a ska band and then somewhere yeah. around like season three or four when you need just something to mix really mix it up you're gonna have <laughs> yeah when, when they're still not getting that record deal we'll just drop the ska completely and just and do it in between it. seasons and don't acknowledge it that's actually really funny we've <laughs> <laughs> always been this way what are you talking about what are you talking about right. we, we've already we've always had four keyboard players what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um so yeah, I definitely standing on the street corner and everyone was like I saw a lot of a lot of a few comments of people like, You this should be a regular thing. I'm like, No, it shouldn't. Maybe 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 <laughs> it once, would not be funny if it was regular. Yes, yeah. because I'd run out of stuff to say situational. I'm not saying never doing it again or something yeah. like it. Uh though I think next time I'd actually want to involve a band. I actually think that would be funny. That um, could be cool. Yeah. Like a ska band busking on the side of the, the street would be really funny. You know yeah. what the best thing about ska is? Hearing it acoustic. Mm. <laughs> Everybody loves acoustic Everybody ska with loud ass <laughs> horns. Yeah. yeah. It works real well. And you yeah. can't hear the guitar. Yeah. 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 But uh, something like that. Or you just do ska without the horn. So the horn section gets a day off. <laughs> Again, we can just cut them. Nobody cut them. <laughs> As a horn player, just cut me. Then I can stop playing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, all right. So that's, so ska music, what albums, songs, no, not nothing. Exciting, nothing. Exciting. That, I mean, uh, Backyard Superheroes didn't put out anything this year. To, uh, 
Chase Longbeach put out not a ska song this year. Um, <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah. I just I don't I don't know where to go. No, I mean I have a I have some stuff, but I'll I'll let uh, I'll let our, our esteemed guests uh, uh, ring in with what they think. Let's start off with uh, Mr. Gary. What, what, of what have favorite. you enjoyed? None of my favorite albums this year were ska albums. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess if I had to pick some ska albums that I listen to a lot, um, I listen to the Sergeant Skag album a lot. I really love that band, and I love their name. And it's a really obscure, like Quentin Tarantino reference, so it's fucking great. Um, and like, I love the Mustard Plug record. That took a while for me to, to grow on me, but I really I dug that a lot. That ended up being one of my That's top. That's a lot albums. of fun. It wow. really is. Yeah, it's really fun. But the the surprise album for me of the year was uh, K Man and the Forty Fives. Did you guys ever? Did you guys listen to that album? I haven't listened to that new album. I, I bought it off Bandcamp from them, but yeah, and I like love their they, old stuff, but I don't know why I bought it. I haven't listened to it because I'm always too busy. They mix like ska with like late fifties, early sixties rock and roll. And like, it's, it's really cool. It's like if a ska band was driving a hot rod, that would be that band. Oh, okay. They wouldn't yeah. be able to fit in it though. <laughs> no, it'd be horns. one. Of, it'd have to be one of those big hot rods. Well, unless yeah. they got rid of the horn section. They got cut the horns. <laughs> yeah. cut the horns. Well, one that was drawn by uh, Ed Big Daddy Roth, like big. Yes. <laughs> but those are some of my favorite albums of the year. Uh, I like, the, and I also Eric Dano's album that he uh, that they put out right around Halloween. Book of Spells, I think it was called. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, literally anything Eric puts out in either Eric Dano or the Holophonics is going to be my favorite thing of the year because they are so so talented. Mm. Yeah. Um, I have I have to agree definitely with the mustard plug. I, it didn't take me a while for it to grow on me though. The first time I heard it, I actually I got lucky and uh, a friend in mustard plug had sent us uh, a few songs beforehand. So we had heard I think like three songs before the album came out. And uh, Chase had actually had practice earlier that same day. So we all sat around and were like, "Whoa, dudes!" You know. Um, so that was really epic. And then when the whole album came out, I was just blown away. Like after not doing something in so long to come out with something that was so good. Like everything is catchy, earwormy. Love it. I love that album. Um, I really like the Flying Raccoon Suit new album. That's really dope. That's got some really good songs on it. And uh, this isn't an album. I know they're still working on the full album, but I really loved the new song from Simple Minded Symphony. I can't wait until that whole album comes out. I really am digging what those guys are doing over there. Um, they put out a full album this year. Did it come it out? Came out? Yeah, Did I just it? got oh, it on vinyl the other day. It's out. I it's out. It. Oh go my god! Go check in. Merry yes. Christmas, Karen. The album's out. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, for me, I uh, it's quite a lot of stuff that really sort of uh, has been sticking with me of course uh the mustard plug album i uh it didn't take a bit to grow on me but man uh i i loved it there's a lot of good grooves on it i love vampire that's a really mm. good song i that just it sticks it's an earworm it sticks in my brain um i do love the devin k and the solutions album that was you know <laughs> fine a ska ep uh I thought that was really good. Uh, Fishbone's new EP, I thought that was really great. I loved it. Uh, I love it, and uh, I just I I think I think musically, I think that was I hate to say it this way, but it was the first like Fishbone thing that I got into that I think came out when I've been heavily paying attention to mm. ska. Um, 
Well, and some of their stuff can be pretty obscure too, yes. where it doesn't always like gear towards like somebody who is super hardcore ska, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Millington's new EP, mm. uh, you know, Welcome Home. I thought that was really good. Title holder album, uh, you know, that, that was really good. Um, and like you said, uh, Simple Minded Symphony, there is a whole album out. It is really good. I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> um, Amy Gabba's and Almost Famous. Uh, oh, my God. Yes, I totally forgot about that. I love Amy. Oh, my God. Yeah, that album rules. It's so a, great. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, sort of out of the box for me personally, uh, the uh, Prize Fighters, that album, uh, Punch Up. That that was a really good album. I love that uh, from this year. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else is... As far as like songs, there's a you know been a few. Hey, I haven't talked about albums in the EPs yet, Matt. Why do you always forget me? <laughs> I, I didn't. I was kind of doing everything, uh, but uh, I thought Half Past Two, their singles this year were pretty great. So that that's it. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, thanks for the warm welcome back into the show. I got to force okay, my and way down in. You. All right, I guess I'll let the co-host talk. Ah, jeez. What a pain in the ass this Phoenix guy is. That's not even his real name. Uh, you said I, I, it's home. <laughs> <Daddy's> home. <laughs> uh, you know, there was, I think, a lot of really strong Scott EPs that came out this year. Uh, uh, Mega Infinity, I'm going to, that Chaos Magic EP, I really, I, I love that thing. And I was, that was one of those things where I'm just like, I, I'd listened to them prior uh to that ep and i was like oh yeah i I dig what these cats are doing um but to actually hear them do the full-on ska thing with that chaos magic ep i was just like dude they need to only be doing this this and this alone uh out of the uk we had the band unfun fair and their new ep life is unfair uh they did put out a single for that in the previous year which I, i i absolutely adored so i think that's great uh commando walter from germany with their second uh, release of uh svo great and uh listening to the show scott b aka scobbies oh yeah uh, wow. I, I thought that was freaking amazing yeah came like, out of nowhere like who who's yeah this, who's this dude? he was just like hey hey check out my band <laughs> we checked it out and we were both like this is really good yeah. and then like the next week he put out the ep and we're like yep yeah. uh as far as albums that haven't been mentioned today because we've mentioned pretty much all my favorite albums already uh skamats out of japan put a brand new album out which is fantastic and of course like all skamat releases has adorable kitty cats on the cover and uh plastic presidents put out their album good times can't last which i just is chock full of great songs i have one more that i I forgot about until yeah go for it karen uk i was like oh my god random hand came back oh yeah put out a great album for the first time like 10 years or something like that. Oh, like, and, and and our pal Comic Sense Kid put out a fucking phenomenal yes, album yes. too. Matt's even on. I mentioned it. Matt didn't. Who's on the fucking record? Not <laughs> me. You forgot about, the, did we mention the Pomps record that came no, out earlier this year? I've been oh, God, God damn. We, you know, we were spoiled. We were yeah. spoiled for friggin' amazing albums this it year. It was a great year. It was a fantastic yeah. year for Scott. I vent- it eventually dawned on me that n- no one until just Gary right now had said the Pomps. Mm-hmm. Just just before Gary said it, I was like, wait, I was waiting for my time. Like, guys, the Pomps. Because I mean, uh, how how did I let that go of all I know, people? Jeez. Right? 
You, have- you know, it was my um my like my, my favorite song of the year, uh, the Joe Gittleman uh, single "Cario." Mm. Um, that he put yeah. on the like I think it was on one of the Wave Breakers. Uh, yeah, Wave Breaker Four. It just sounds like a mighty mighty boss tone song with Joe Gittleman. I'm like, if we keep getting these, that'll that'll scratch that boss tones itch with me. Like I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. So much. Uh and um Bite Me Bambi put out pretty much like I think my favorite cover, my ska cover of a song, you know, uh with uh their uh, gosh, why can't I I would just had it in my brain. Why oh want you bad, you know, from the hmm. offspring. They put out that cover this year, and that was awesome, and I love it. And um, can I shout out a couple new bands that I discovered this year? Sure, yes. Besides, how great Skamagachi is! Skamagachi, they're really cool yeah. people. We slept at their house, like the lead singer's house, and he got this weird breakfast pizza. It was very strange, oh. and it had like eggs and bacon and pancakes all on the pizza i was not about it that's not my debate that no i only eat plain pizza and you guys know i'm a pizza snob because i live in the, the home of the greatest pizza ever in new jersey you eat the weirdest pizzas too you have <laughs> you have so many pizza rules i that's don't get it i have pizza <laughs> well, I live in new jersey where they make the greatest pizza in the world wait, wait, wait. so was like the the crust pancake or was the crust no like- it was a pizza with all this the shit crust. just thrown on top of it oh Okay. Well, with well, like fried eggs. Cool. Like, uh, or do they scramble the yeah. eggs? Scrambled eggs. Oh, <laughs> well, I've seen fried eggs on a pizza. Yeah, not scrambled eggs. Egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. It was really weird. But uh, <laughs> Skamagachi was cool. They let me sleep in, in their son's bed. He was not there. Don't worry. But it was. <laughs> Daddy's <laughs> home. But it was a good time. <laughs> but another band, uh, two other bands that I discovered this year that I really dug. Um, one very recently. Have you guys heard of. What are they called? Goofy at night? No. Oh, they're really yes. Fun. Oh my goodness, that EP is it is fun from start to it's finish. Wild, it's buck wild. It and is. Another, oh my goodness, yes. Another band that Matt, I feel like you'll you'll definitely be into because you and I have similar like third wave tastes. Is the Arcade All Stars from Canada? They put out a really good EP. That was they did. Insert coin, I think. It's super mm-hmm. fun. Yep. I need. I to got be it. It is good. I have so much homework I have to do after. <laughs> do you want me to send you my spreadsheet of all the Sky releases in 2023, Karen? You would have a spreadsheet of Sky. It's, it's, <laughs> yes, it's, no, it's a Google would, sheet. It's huge. I would, oh, I would. <laughs> and thank you for using Google Sheets. Like, I am a Google girl. Yes, like, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Let's let's send that over, please. And then I will yep. send you the pilot. And then we'll, we'll just be in sync. Hell yeah. Yeah. Gary, I'll send you my pizza pizza rankings here from New Jersey. So oh, there you yes. go. we can all share. Ooh. Hell yeah, Gary. Gary, what was that arcade band name you said? Arcade what? Arcade Five. All-Stars. And their EP is called Insert Coin. Okay. Or Insert Coin here. I'm not I'm one of those two things. Insert Coin, yeah. I found it. Okay. I'm going to keep that on the phone. All right. Well, um, before we head out, before we even get into ska picks... Uh, I wanted to uh, give us all a chance to maybe say maybe a personal highlight of the year. Just something, it can be ska related, it cannot be, that's fine. Uh, Just a personal highlight. Uh, I will go, I will simply say my personal highlight. um, Look, being a parent is awesome. Raising kids, it's great. It's fun. So there's a whole bunch of stuff within that realm that I could talk about. But as far as like 
setting out to do something this year and pulling it off. Um, honestly, really a highlight for my year really was pulling off that live episode. Um, mm. Mostly because it did seem other times I had mentioned it to people. It seemed like they just weren't on board mm. and, uh, or thought it might be too hard or whatever. It's daunting. It's a lot to take yeah, on. Yeah. So, um, and then just to how well it turned out, I do, I do want to do it again. Uh, I, you know, but, uh, sometimes you just gotta find the right people that are willing to put in the work or, you know, mm -hmm. or just find the right, uh, door to walk through and stuff like that. So for me, like that was a personal highlight to have something work out as well as it did and turn out as well as it did. Cause mm. I think, listen, I've listened to it, uh, at least once, um, you know, like I listened to it like a month ago again and it just... It just, I did too. Yeah. It turned out so well. Like, um, like the lot, the music portion of it that's, that's on there. Just, it sounded a lot better than I'd hoped to be honest with you. Like that was, that was the real play as far as like the audio. There was a lot of challenges to like figuring out to physically do it live to where are we going to do it? How, you know, and the logistics mm -hmm. of it, but there was a worry of like, what is the music gonna actually sound like? Is it gonna be worth people listening to? And, Mario's a genius, man. Yeah, He's so great at what he does. Yeah, and uh, you know, I know Tristan did some yeah. mixing up. Yeah, Tristan's right. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know what what it sounded like before Tristan got a hold of it versus. But yeah, the, I don't. Either. The yeah. product that I got in return, it sounded great, and uh, I think it, you know. Basically, I'm hoping we can use that as like, here, it works. We can do it again. Like, like trust me, it can work if you put the totally. you know, thought into it. So that was my personal highlight. Uh, RJ, do you have any sort of personal highlight? Uh, first of all, I think a personal highlight was once again working on a roast such a clatter. I really do love doing that, getting together. Uh, usually I don't do much until the 11th hour in producing the skits. Um, this year I did help book a couple bands for it. I felt really proud about that. Uh, doing, you know, producing the skits for Matt Karen and, and Gary was, was very much fun. Uh, and being, and, and having the, the positive response to my overly indulgent skit at the end of it was, uh, it's been nice. Um, more personally, uh, over the summer at the around July, uh, I decided I needed to lose some weight and I have been very persistent at it. And, uh, through, through the help of, uh, encouragement of my wife, but also of Mr. Gary Mastriano here, uh, I've, I've managed to, to lose 30 pounds and keep it off. Congratulations. And, That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, it's been a really big, I, I felt, I feel so much better. I'm fitting into t-shirts that I've owned for years that I never got rid of that I haven't been able to fit into for a long time. Um, and it's like, I seriously like talking with Gary about it. And of course my wife, um, it's, it's been, a, it's been a lot of, it, it's, it was hard at first and uh, the encouragement from, from Gary and, and Allie has been immeasurable and, uh, yeah, I, I'm in good. I'm in a good place now. I need to start building muscle because I just look like a weird skinny guy now. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it, it's 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 nice. It's always good to have community around and, and pals to help you out. And that's that's something that Gary helped me with this year. And I'm 
this has been a personal highlight for me getting back back into shape for the first time in like a decade so i appreciate it uh gary now you say nice things about me <laughs> why don't you call your friends bis to write a fucking song about it why don't you <laughs> <laughs> wow i don't know how i'm gonna top that i'm gonna be kind of a downer y'all it was a strange year for me um uh well in a, in a good light backyard superheroes wrote our wrote and recorded our next album and it sounds like motley crew playing ska punk so that's really cool very excited about that that's like my two favorite things um uh my wife and i started the year of, of trying to have another child and i found out that uh, we were having another baby on super bowl sunday and I lost my job the very next day. So that was buck wild. <laughs> and it was uh, a really dark time for me for a couple months. Because as you imagine, you're going into, okay, how am I going to raise two kids and pay for all this without, you know, uh, my job? And, and what's my life going to look like over the next couple months? And it actually turned out to be one of the best experiences I've ever had. Because the first time in probably 20 years, I had extended time off and got to work on myself or work on my mental health and work on my physical health. and came out a better person and probably a better daddy than I could have been <laughs> at the end. And then I, I got a, ended up, you know, I, I looked for a job for a long time and I'm in a pretty uh, specialized field. So it took me a while to find the right fit. And I did find it at a, a kind of a cool startup company, which it really aligns with my ethics and my, um, my personal beliefs. So that was fun. And then I had my second kiddo, Milo was born in, in October and, uh, the three people on this call, we were all in a chat at the time, and you were some of the first people that I told, and, and that was really cool. So I appreciate everybody's support um, through that time of my life, because it was a weird, weird time, but I'm in a great, great place now, because I got two kiddos, and my daughter, every time we go, I drive her to school, she goes, Daddy, play ska, so I guess I won parenting. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that's the highlight of the year, right? I won parenting, right? Yeah. There. You, you did it, big guy, you did it. So, yeah, it was a wild year, and, uh, you know, I hope... Um, I really am looking forward to that that album that your your fake friends are going to write about us, RJ. <laughs> Man, if I can get the new Biss album next year, I'll be happy. That's probably a couple years off. They're a real band. Go listen to them. They're freaking great. They're my no, favorite band. No, that doesn't. No, they they don't. They sound made up. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> hey, Gary, we... it was a wild year, but you came out on top, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, Karen, uh, any personal highlights you want to share i'm not getting personal with anybody y'all end this call no um, <laughs> all right uh, yeah. i mean obviously you know all of the work that i've done um on the sitcom I, I joined this program that helped me actually create my pitch and a visual pitch deck and everything you know basically i've got all of the tools in my pocket now to go out and and sell this show and you know make my dreams come true like no big deal um and, you know, it's it was a wild year for me, too. You know, I look back at, like, where I was when this year started, and I was in L.A., and I was very unhappy. And I made, you know, wild leap, and I, I left my relationship, and I moved back to Long Beach, and uh, everything's just been coming up Karen since, you know? And uh, so it's just, like, one of those things where I'm like, I made the right decision, you know, every everything's happening the way it's supposed to now. And uh, I do have to say, I have one very big ska highlight that I did not say that was such like a touching moment for me this year too, was that I got to go, I volunteered actually, <laughs> I can't, I can't afford the tickets. Um, but there is uh, this wonderful organization, Muzak, who um, 
donates all all of the proceeds go to uh, like after school music programs for underprivileged kids and uh, which I love that cause but they had done uh and it's always like a big ska show that they do um but they had done a very special celebration of uh life for Terry Hall from the specials and uh it was an incredible evening and like getting to be a part of the volunteer team I mean like we got to see so much great music like I mean incredible things um you know go-go's and 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 the specials and fishbone and bite me bambi and um you know an op ivy reunion for a couple of songs you know like crazy once in a lifetime experiences but being a part of the team uh where adrian gonzalez who's uh you know a big oc ska guy um he and i actually manned the merch table for the evening and we alone on the merch table raised almost $10,000, wow. you know, and, and it was just, I think like the whole fundraiser probably raised like at least I'm guessing around like 30 grand, you know, for a great cause and just being able to be a part of that was, was so special. So awesome. that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, before we really head out, uh, Scott picks of the week, Karen, why don't you tell us about your Scott pick? Sure. I gave it to you about 40 minutes ago because I totally forgot about it. Um, this is actually one of my favorite. Uh, I went with the Slackers because we saw the Slackers last weekend and it was actually the first time I had seen them since the pandemic. And they are one of my favorite bands. And so that was a fantastic show. It was a cold, cold as hell, but it was totally worth it. And um, I picked this song because I figured, you know, we're talking about a year in ska. So let's get rude and reckless. All right, here we go. So let's take one. I asked my father for some advice. He answered quickly. He didn't think twice. He said, "A thinking man." Don't do too much Know what you're doing Do as you must And learn to be rude and reckless Don't make up fuss You have to be rude and reckless Do as you must You have to be hard and careless That's a good pick, Karen. That's a good pick. It's a good song. Fantastic song. Uh, Mr. Gary, uh, Ska Daddy himself. Um... <laughs> I want that to be my new, uh, my new name, by the way. Please, please. Let's make it happen, Internet. Let's make it happen. No, no more Big G. It's now Ska Daddy. <laughs> no, yeah, I want to be Ska Daddy. Ska Daddy. Uh, why don't you tell us about your Ska pick? I, I, uh, I'm picking uh, the band The Kitty Hawks who is a fairly new band from 2023. Um, they're from Australia with some former members of the band Sounds Like Chicken, who some people might know. Um, if there's a band I, tip, I, I I find and I like and I don't see a lot about them online, I usually just reach out and be like, yo, y'all are killing it. And they they kind of responded back and I've been going back and forth with them and they're really, really nice. So I, I look forward to more uh, releases from them in the next year. So my pick is the band The Kitty Hawks with the song Danger in the Middle. 
One more time, line by line, it's how we play along. Trying to pick my way all through the chorus line. Here's that band, catch that tune before it fades away. Playing old school stars on on the radio. Exciting song right there. Just mm-hmm. kicks in and grabs you by the face and makes you listen. Yeah, great, great vocals, great horn section, and hopefully they don't cut their horn section. I heard that's all Karen <laughs> wants to do to every ska band. <laughs> Karen Roberts' advice. Karen Roberts from the legendary Chase Long Beats advice. If you want to be popular, get rid of your horn section. Right. 2024, the year of no horns. Yes. Totally. <laughs> all right. So uh up next, my ska pick. Now, um, I recently heard this song for the first time, uh, and I just thought, wow, I, this song stands out, and uh, I think it's really great, and I think everyone should hear it. Uh, and um, so this is um, Voodoo Glow Skulls with the Karen. No, don't you dare. I swear <laughs> to God. one one where's your emergency? Oh my god, I when they played that last weekend, everyone who I knew at the show, they like they told like Evan told me he was like, I, I was looking for you when the song came on and I, I was like, Where is she? I need to see her face. And I like I literally it was like it was probably the shortest song they played and it felt like the longest, and I was like clenching my teeth to the point that they were about to dissolve in my mouth. And I Oh, good times. Good times. So, Karen, let's let you have a brief moment. And why do you hate the fact that the name Karen has become synonymous with uh, a bad person? Why do you hate that? I mean, wouldn't you hate it if it was your name, too? Yeah, but it's not, though. (laughs) Yeah, well, like, what do you think the male version of Karen could be like? And like a Brian? You think Brian could be the male version of Karen? I think uh no Kevin. brian's are usually the opposites of uh jennifer's and jennifer's aren't karen's oh i think brian's are pretty bad though I think no i'm kevin. not i'm not gonna Ooh. debate that evan i'll go with evan let's do that I yeah said, i said kevin oh kevin no well, i also you know like evan let's go with yeah. evan because shut the fuck up evan <laughs> um yeah i mean 
this is this is my biggest thing is that it has become a whole other beast in and of itself sure. where every time i meet someone there are two reactions it's one they go oh i'm so sorry <laughs> and i'm like you don't need to apologize to me for my name i still like my name thank you and then two people ask me are you gonna change your name oh jeez <laughs> oh, i'm gonna change my fucking name you change your name damn it god it's irritating it's it's just irritating yeah. because it's like the first thing people want to talk about when I introduce myself and I have to brace myself every single time. Yeah, I get it. That sounds like the worst. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. RJ, tell us about your Scott pick. Hey, uh, my Scott pick is, is the JB conspiracy, a band out of the UK. They have a brand new song out. It's called glimmers. I really liked it. Uh, let's, let's uh, listen to a bit of it here. RJ, that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a great band. I'm really happy to see they're they're doing uh, some some new music. I think they have a new album on the way soon. Uh, this is their second single, I believe. So yeah, we have that to look forward to in 2024. More JB conspiracy. Guys. I couldn't be happier. All right. Well, we have come to the end, and of course, we want to thank uh, uh, Mr. Ska Daddy himself, uh, Gary Masterano. And of course, uh, Karen, don't call her a Karen Roberts. Um, <laughs> thank you both for being here. And hopefully, hopefully more, um, hopefully more, uh, more Gary this year. So, and, uh, maybe a more ska. We've, we've heard your pleas more Gary, less RJ. <laughs> and we aim to correct this and, uh, meet, meet your needs. <laughs> Gary's like, no, no, less me. Less, less, less. I think we need, I need to be a special attraction. <laughs> I, I need time off. <laughs> yeah. All right. So apparently I'm the only one who wants to do the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the show. Just less. Just not every week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listeners think, oh, look, Gary has a oh. child. Zoe, say hi to everybody. Hi. Hi. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Zoe. Um, all right, listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting On the Upbeat, uh, you know, in any way you can, whether you're a pat Patreon subscriber or you just share the podcast, tell your friends, you like it, you interact with us online, you send us messages about Mountain Dew. Whatever it is you do to tell us you like us, we appreciate it. And uh, so this is the last episode of the year. So, until the new year, Daddy's home. <laughs> You've been listening to On the Upbeat. 
be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash ontheupbeatska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.